Uh, it's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1 WAJI here on a Friday. As always, thanks for hanging out with us, making Kat and I a part of your morning routine. We really appreciate it. If you ever miss anything on the show, each and every day and get caught up with the Andy in the Morning podcast. It's available daily on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you grab your podcasts, including our website, magic951.com. Let's get to what's trending with our news. The old Snickers Comedy Bar. Everybody know about this? Remember Kevin Ferguson used Mm. to run it in the marketplace of Canterbury? It'll soon be retitled the Summit City Comedy Club. They're going to have national acts scheduled to start showing up in November. Now, remember, there was a failed relaunch of Snickers. Back in 2018, the building shortly reopened as Gut Busters, but to no success. There's stories I know about Kevin Ferguson and uh, late night shows, and he was one shot on HBO. His show there was on the early parts of HBO. Really? And Letterman would send comics to Kevin Ferguson's show there. They would tape, what was it, like Night Shift? Mm-hmm. And uh, to do practice being interviewed by a host before appearing on Letterman. That's interesting. Have you started your holiday shopping yet? Retailers are trying to push for you to get a jump on your holiday shopping because they're citing supply chain issues on everything big and small. Technology, zippers, buttons, twisty ties on bread have all had shortages that they expect will continue. So here you go. They're urging you to get a jump on it this year. Now, one in six Americans already have. Because they've heard the warnings and they are jumping on their holiday shopping. But most Americans say they are waiting for holiday sales before they start their shopping. We'll see if retailers start moving their sales up in two parts of October this year. That's a quick peek as to what's trending now with our Magic 95.1 news. Sandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1. I'd like to have an honest conversation with the uh, couples out there and has to do with parking. The topic I really want to get into, and I'll back into it here, just give me a second, is you're married, you're grown, maybe you have kids at home, and you maybe have gone parking, you know, making out in the car like a 1950s greaser in in the last year or two. 260-467-9500. There's actually a news story today about a uh, couple in England that were, quote, trying to become closer as a couple mm-hmm. by getting it on in a parked car. Except uh, while doing said romantic acts in a car, they uh, parked on a hill. And the... Uh, it was all downhill from there. Thank you, Kat. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, d- the romantic act uh, disengaged the parking brake, mm-hmm. and the couple were caught with their pants down as they rolled down a hill and flipped their car. Gosh. Now, luckily, they weren't hurt, and they were rescued by police. But many people are asking, how often do grown, coupled, married couples park? And I'll give you a scenario. I think it happens a lot, but I don't do it. Mm-hmm. It has to do with like, hey, let's say you rented, uh, got a babysitter for the evening. And if you're like me and my wife, we are not used to relaxing. We, with kids, we are on the go. We're multitasking. You know, we're changing diapers, returning emails. So when we go out to dinner, we still eat at that rate. We eat really stinking fast. Yeah. And so then we're stuck with like, you know, an hour or 90 minutes left before we have to get back to the babysitter. That'd be the perfect time. So a lot of people, you know, pull over in a cornfield or what do you call those, you know, public access sites. Or you pull into like a county park. You you just Mm -hmm. mentioned that. Eagle Mars, Fox Island, Mm -hmm. some of these places. And it's uh, Bow Chicka Bow Wow time. Mm -hmm. All I'm asking for you is to confirm some of that stuff. 
Okay? Confirm that, you know what, uh, my husband and I, we, uh, every now and again, to keep our union spicy. Yep. We, and I think connecting as a couple is important. I do. I also think you want it to be spontaneous. And I think when you have kids, spontaneity and kids, they're like kryptonite, man. It doesn't happen. Andy in the morning, hi. Talking about parking as an adult. Go ahead. My wife and I have a tradition that every time we get a new vehicle for her or myself, that's what uh, we have a date night that night. Yeah. And you break it in, so to speak? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm all for keeping the spark alive, man I understand how hard it can be I have to tell you, sometimes the logistics of the car Mm -hmm. Frustrate me, you know? Right, well, you've got the console You've got the console Somebody always hits their head on Mm -hmm. the moonroof Every stinking time Somebody awkwardly sits on the gear shift. Uh-huh. I'm getting older, yeah. guys. I can't play some of these uh, contorted positions, you know? This I is I like true. some of the basic fundamentals. Andy, in the morning, hi. You want to talk about uh, you're an adult who occasionally parks? Go ahead. Um, I've actually only had one date this year with my husband because our kids are younger. Yes. And we ended up having to end our date by going to the cemetery near our house and having sex there in our vehicle. (laughs) Because there were so many people left at my house that, yeah, that's the only way we can... See, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Look, I'm not trying to make fun. I think this is a reality, especially when you got... How old are your kids at home, for context? They're actually 8 and 10. 8 and 10? You know, they're... They're always at my butt. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) And if you and hubby want some time to freshen up your relationship... I feel like people play an away game in their car all the time. I just want you to admit it. Yes. Yes. Andy in the morning high. Adult parking confessions. Go ahead. Uh, My husband and I have been together for 15 years, and we do it at least a couple times a year, if not more. And it's special, right? You kind of look forward to it. Maybe you give him a little wink and say, maybe uh, maybe we're going to go parking tonight or something. What, what, what do you say? Usually, it's, if the mood strikes us on the way home, especially if it's a little bit of a drive. You know? See, the spice of life I, a couple times a year. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. I will you. tell you, oh, I go. got it. I got to call you out real quick on the age thing, though. My husband is almost 50, and we still do it. Oh, good. I'm glad he's so bendy. Good for him. Good for him. (laughs) And spontaneous. I like that. Thank you for the call. Andy, in the morning, hi. Adult parking confessions. Go ahead. Listen, that sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) It it wasn't fun when we were teenagers. I I can imagine as an adult. It sounds awful. It doesn't sound spicy. It doesn't sound fun. It sounds awful. It sounds hard. It sounds like somebody's going to get hurt. Man, I listen, I'm too I'm too old for that. I mean, I want to connect with my wife, but I also don't want to like end up in the ER cuz I had a muscle spasm. Well, I don't want to connect with my husband over the center console or <laughs> over the seatbelt in the back seat. Like that sounds awful. Here. Sorry. Oh, thank you for the call. I like the brutal honesty. Yes. Sandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1. Kat with me in studio. Yesterday on our show, Kat was commenting on 
the fact that she was like, I need to get into my chiropractor. I need to get an adjustment, you know, neck, back, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And she goes, my chiropractor also adjusts my toes. Oh my gosh. And I love it, Andy. He will adjust my toes. And I was having issues yesterday because with fall, just starting, I was wearing a pair of boots and it had a little bit of a platform on him and it tends to make one of my toes a little sticky. Like it, it needs, it needs adjusted. It needs popped. And wow. Wow. I, so yesterday on the show, if you missed it, it's on the podcast. I actually said, I can do this. I can pop your toe. And I popped your toe. I didn't know chiropractors adjust toes. You didn't? I had no idea. Oh, yes. So I had a number of listeners write me yesterday. They're like, Andy, why did you just let that hang there? Why did you not make that the topic? What do chiropractors also adjust? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you capitalize on, do chiropractors adjust uh, shoulders, Mm -hmm. elbows, wrists? And I'm like, I don't know. I I mean, I'm not a chiropractor. I've never had my elbow adjusted before. So I'm asking, I guess... Does your chiropractor adjust anything atypical? Of course, everybody does the neck and the, the back. The neck and the back, yeah. And maybe even your hips. I've seen them mm-hmm. grab your legs and like adjust yes. your whole leg. They pull you down. But I didn't know about toes. Yes. Your chiropractor adjusts your what? Go ahead. I had the chiropractor adjust my ears. Oh, Oh, wait, how does he do that? You've got to explain this to oh, us. Oh, I'm this so is fascinated great. by this. this no joke. I'm so blown away. How do they adjust your ear? I was totally freaked out about it. I had an earache, and he just kind of shook it around and gave it a yank down, and it popped. Oh, <laughs> my. I didn't even know it did pop. No, did you I know didn't either. No. Oh, now I want to watch ear-popping videos. Oh, this gosh. Is great. It actually felt kind of good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to tell you, it's like talking dirty to me. I like this stuff. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Andy, in the morning, hi. Your chiropractor adjusted your what? Sinuses. Oh, stop oh, it. Oh, how stop do you get it. your sinuses how? adjusted? How does that happen? Tell us. Tell us. I don't really know. Like, he pushes on certain areas of my face and forehead. And when I have a cold coming on, I always make sure to ask for that. Does he crack your nose or he just applies pre- Like, you, do you hear a pop? It's do you just hear pressure? No, you don't hear a pop or anything. It's just like pressure. I'm assuming opening up areas. I don't know. Oh, my God. That's magic. I mean, I got to tell you, I don't know what Harry Potter's doing, but that's wizardry right there. That's so good. Yes. Oh, I get colds all the time in the fall. This is something I need to do. Andy, I've heard that yes. if you like. Ask them. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Andy, I've heard that like if you squeeze right above your eyebrows right, right there, kind of put pressure there that it will clear your sinuses as well. I don't know. I just read about that oh, last year. I would love that. Like, I, what is the other thing with sinuses? Like some spas do like a sinus cleanse. Oh. Like if you went to like, you know, like a spa, you know, whatever, and they would, they call it a sinus facial. Like they they rub their sinus and then clean, like you breathe eucalyptus. Like a neti pop or? or, Like a neti pot? I don't know. But yeah, Yeah. a neti pot probably with like a a, a hot lady rubbing you. I don't know. (laughs) At least that's how I picture it. (laughs) Sandy in the morning, cat with me, Magic 95.1. We were just mentioning the uh, new iPhone, the iPhone 13. Now, I know not everybody's an iPhone user, but uh, I'm not asking you to pick a side. I do think they're expensive, but the amount of what can do in your pocket, I think, is amazing. I have no idea. Was it more memory, faster memory, better camera, some of the new things? I don't even know what the oldest phone that's still supported by Apple is. Like, if you have an Apple, like an iPhone 7, does it still even, like... 
get updates? I think that I, I don't think it does because everybody is switching to the like the five G network, which I am so anti. I I asked Verizon to shut off my five G on my phone. Like I have one of the new Samsung phones, and it came with five G, and I'm like, can we just shut that off? So they shut they shut the five G off on my phone, so I now have four G. I don't I don't dig the whole five G thing. Would you like to further explain the rabbit hole of conspiracy that you believe that this is truly cat being a little cuckoo on this. Here we go. You know what? That's fine. I I know that I'm not alone out there with the whole 5G thing. I mean, these towers are popping up everywhere and it's all about the radio frequency. I mean, I know that they've done studies and they have debunked a lot of this, but I just don't trust it. It's quicker. It's faster. It's better. It's more powerful 5G. How is that not going to affect your body? But how does it? But why are you freaked out? Like, why didn't the jump from three G to four G freak you out? Oh, because that's slower. That doesn't penetrate your skin. It doesn't penetrate as deep <laughs> as a five G. Five G is supposedly the threshold. Yes. Yeah. You were fine up until five. Up five until five G, like, I was. I was, I was okay. Fi- I still didn't keep my phone like in in my bra. Like some it, people do that. Some yeah. people do that. And you're not supposed to do that. Like you could cause well, like, breast cancer. Well, they've been saying this about cell phones since the dawn of the cell phone. Like men fertility because they keep their uh, phone the, in their pocket. Yeah, it's a microwave there. But, you know, people are still having babies and there's, you know, come on. I, I just think, I think that everybody, if we're going to go down this rabbit hole, I think that everybody has cancer cells in their body. They're born with them and then they awake. They get woke. Like something tragic, you know, you know, messes with their DNA, and that's when you you get cancer. Welcome to uh, 5G Conspiracy <laughs> by Kat. Ya. Not endorsed by the radio station no, or not. me. No, Because Andy I think that's the dumbest not. thing I've ever heard said on the radio. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, no, somebody wrote in, a friend of mine, Patsy, who uh, she's like, yes, um, the iPhone 7 still works. My daughter has one. That's good stuff. Oh, that iPhone is 7, 7 is still working. Still working. Great. I know some people deliberately... Uh, when the new phone comes out, they deliberately bust theirs. That's crazy. Which is basically insurance Which, fraud because you um, cause you can pay for that. Like, I have protection on my phone. Uh-huh. I have protection, you know, too. If you drop it in a toilet or it gets run over by a car. I got kids, man. They're constantly turning everything into a coaster and a Frisbee. So I always pay for that. So I do know people that intentionally bust their phone. Just so they can get a new one. Right. Yeah, upgrade. Mm. Oh, to me, mm. man, I, I worry about all that stuff. I right. hate, I hate, there's a couple things I never like in this world. I hate buying a new car. I don't love that process. No. And I hate upgrading my phone. They make it pretty simple, but to make sure everything transfers over and everything Gosh, backs up. Then you got to learn a whole new system. Usually there's new quirks about it that you got to learn. Oh, that, that's annoying to me. And setting up your email on it and like all the, all yeah, your all accounts th- don't go with it when you transfer your Mine phone. Mine do. Mine do. You got to make sure you have, see, but I just don't think most Americans understand backing things up. Too many moms out there have 20,000 pictures on their phone yeah. and they don't know to dump that to some sort of, you know, cloud, cloud yeah. or hard drive 260-467-9500 cat is hesitant to upgrade phones because of 5g we're asking if anybody else shares this opinion that you will have bad things happen to you if you have a 5g phone andy in the morning hi go ahead okay so i know it might sound totally nuts but i'm absolutely with cat i do not want 5g see you can get it turned off by the way you can get it turned off I'm on your phone i'm glad to know that 
So, I but, will be turning it off. And I have an iPhone 6S that still works and gets updates, but there's not enough room for updates. <laughs> <laughs> no a 6S. <laughs> I've had a 6S. I love those. I love those S models. Yeah. Before I let you go, you're cool with 4G. 4G, no problem. It's it's um, the fifth G that just is going to... Listen, gonna... we got to stop somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for Thank the call. Thank you. Dandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1. Cross-country runners, if you're a new listener, we got into this topic yesterday. We revisited it this morning. Here was what was said yesterday, right? It has to do with there is a type of underwear out that a lot of cross-country runners use that's an absorbent underwear because apparently all cross-country runners pee while running. That is a fact that everyone supposedly knew. I didn't. Cat grew up a runner, very yeah, active I, runner. I was a runner. I chafed a lot. I did not pee my pants. So uh, my best friend, actually, her daughter is a cross-country runner, and it's very, very common for her. Now, she is number one on the team. She's a very, very fast runner. So I don't know if that has any correlation or what, but she had to purchase her some period panties to absorb it. All right. So there's that. Yesterday, let's reset. We took this call confirming this stance with a former runner who went on to say everybody pees their pants. Here you go. Here's this call. Yes. And actually, um, I ran for Westfield, which was at the time uh, one of the best teams in the nation. (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. So you are a good runner. So yeah. uh, does it happen how often or is this the craziest conversation you've ever heard? So so the other person that called in didn't mention this, but it's because we are encouraged to be so hydrated um, oh. that it's like your pee, your pee at that point is just water. Right. <laughs> so it's not as gross as it sounds. And the boys team did it just as much as we did. See, that's okay. what I was going to ask. I was going to go, why yeah. isn't this like, first of all, why is it? All right, let me put it to you like this. Do you think this is universally known if you're a runner? Yeah, okay. definitely, okay. especially uh, if you're long distance. Sure, okay. Well, cool. Yep. Well, thank you for the call and the insight. I appreciate it. All right, take care. <laughs> you're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, so that was yesterday. Now, this morning, I want to bring on a listener who is upset about all of this, that thinks it's ridiculous that this supposedly is known by everybody. Is that right? Andy, in the morning, hi. Your feedback regarding cross-country runners who supposedly all pee while running. I don't know what planet these people are living on, but I would have never ever in a million years even considered doing it. I never did it. No track person I ever ran with short or long distance would have ever done that. I find that just appalling and that is not okay. You know, if you've got to go that bad, you stop and find a tree and <laughs> make sure you go before your race. But these people got problems because that should not be happening. Obviously you ran or still run? Yes. And I never, like I said, short distance, long distance and never ever did that. And would have never even considered doing it. I find that just, yeah, appalling. Thank you, because I was like, why is everyone, like, talking as if we've known this for years? I'm like, this is brand new information, right? I don't even want to think about being 80 and having to go in a defense, let alone being 16 and pulling my pants while I'm in a race. I don't think it's anything that they can control. Like, to be fair here. There might be a a tiny tinkle. To sit there and say I'd rather pee my pants than stop and go to the bathroom is just Thank you for the call. I appreciate it this morning. Take care. Feedback. Wow. (laughs) 
Wow. <laughs> like, I don't think this is anything that these kids can control, Oh, come Andy. on. You can't be a grown person. I aside no. with her a little bit. You can't be a grown person and say you can't control your bladder. They're not 80 out there running. No. They're I, in high school. You can't control your bladder? I don't I mean, buy from, that at all. From what I understand that the, these girls, I, I mean, I've never done it, so I don't know what the urge is like, but from what I understand, talking to my best friend and her daughter, it actually, it just happens. It it happens. They are a little bit embarrassed by it, especially if they're taken back and didn't know that all this happens. I don't think they can control this. You're telling me that grown Mm -hmm. adult, like our kid, you know, 15 to 18 year old high school cross country kids are just incontinent. I do not believe that. They're running so hard. I mean, they're running like five minutes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Andy. There's no way that's true, Kat. You might leak a little, but you can't tell me that it's like the majority of the team is peeing themselves. I just, I don't buy that. I feel like that would be more universally known. It'd be talked about during the Olympics when they go on long runs. All right, I'll give you that. But I I think if you're running that fast and that hard, I think that just, it, it happens. I don't think they do it on purpose, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's Andy in the morning. Cross country runners peeing while running.